a 43-year-old man with a bad knee and bad shoulders to get back at them. Hello and good evening. It is Monday, April 11, 2022. And uh, just a few hours ago, episode 18 of Big Brother Canada 10 finished. But we're just getting started here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater. And, well, co-host Jamil Robinson, who was here. He's having some uh, issues with his camera right now. So we expect him to jump in back shortly. But uh, we're kicking off week seven in this house. Um, we, uh, we, Jeff, uh, we, we missed you on Thursday. We saw Herman get voted out. He's the, the first member of the jury. And, uh, and now we have a new HOH, Gino. Um, and he puts up, uh, he puts up Moose and, uh, and Summer here, right? Uh, tonight. Very different uh, reactions granted from them going on the block. Those two players. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so like this was, we, we, we didn't know uh, when we went off the air on Thursday, uh, what was good, who the new HOH was going to be, because apparently they started a competition called buzzkill that uh, was, I don't know, had, had something with buzzers involved in it or something like that, but the buzzers weren't working. So they had to scrap the whole competition. And what we saw tonight in this episode was the actual H what the HOH they did the next day, um, which was preceded by, them taking away all their food uh so you know because there was this whole thing like everyone like there's no food in the pantry everybody's a have not um and i don't know how that would have originally played in their mind because the competition would have been thursday night instead of like on friday when it ended up happening i think so um so there was this whole tie-in like you you can be you can go get the have cards and like forfeit points in the competition uh, some interesting reactions there, but yeah, Gino ends up winning the competition with uh, a second place finished by Josh, um, and then these nominee these nominations that happened tonight. So Jeff, what, what's your take on this so far? Well, that's what I said. I said Marty was not long for the game. Um, if, if pretty much anybody won, H-O-H, like I don't think really anyone was saving him, unless it was Helena and Kevin. You know, I think everyone else was probably going to put him up after that. Yeah. Week. But and, and it's Gino here that wins the HOH. And I think, you know, if you were going to, you know, cross Gino, you got to go with the full lie. You can't like, do what he did. And now Gino's going to win power back, and he does. And, you know, his HOH was a hot mess, even though I'm so glad that Herman's out of the game because he, he annoyed me in, in, on my TV screen. Uh, mm-hmm. as, you know, I just didn't like him. I, I didn't find him endearing, rootable. I didn't like his gameplay. I thought it was really boring. Uh, so, Herman, see you later. Uh, you know, whereas some of these other players are a little bit more interesting in how they're navigating the game. Summer is another one I kind of want to see go sooner than later. I, I find her kind of uh, frustrating to watch as well. Um, what, what in particular, right? like her in the diary room, or more just the way she yeah. throws competitions very blatantly and al- annoys her allies, or all of it? Uh, yeah, like her entire gameplay is just not again a rootable one. I find I, she's very um, she's playing almost a hateable game. You know, that's how I look at her. She likes to uh, do this thing in the diary room. Where she like grabs, hello. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And she also kind of... What are you of, doing? Uh, 
She also likes to complain about like you know if she's ever even put on the block, even as a pawn. Like you, like she should know the plan this weekend. Yes, like she should should have said the exact same thing. Moose said like you know sucks I'm on the block, but you know what? It sounds like Marty's like the target. Even if she doesn't know that, like sniff it out. Like try to figure out what's going on and what the actual target is. You know that's your that's your job. Right, uh, Jamil, welcome. Uh, you got your camera uh, sorted. Uh, is everything working okay? Uh, I can't hear you. Can't hear him. No, I can't. Un- I can't unmute. I can't unmute them because they chose to mute themselves. It says. Yes, there you because go. Because I was fixing my mic. Okay, are you fixed? As um, not like a dog, um, <laughs> but my setup is somewhat a little bit more complete. Okay. Oh, there you go. Um, Summer, yeah. Summer is a frustrating player. I don't know. I'm glad that I don't have her because I feel better with Moose, who seems to have a little bit more agency in his game than Summer, who seems like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, work on social and just forget about everything else, even though I'm, I, I technically should be able to somewhat perform in these challenges. And it's not even like, oh, no, I got second place. And... You know, I'm frustrated like Josh. It's, um, I got one question wrong. Oh, it's over. I'm never going to be able to win. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, even have a showing. Like, Betty, I think, will win a competition before Summer does. Was okay. I'm pretty sure I I saw this right tonight where one of the competition questions for was like, who went first in the chain of safety, Betty or Summer? Was that like the question? And Summer got it wrong. Yes. (laughs) I was like, how does that happen? Like, how do you get a question wrong about yourself? Um, (laughs) Summer's got a summer. Summer's got a summer here. Uh, Summer's gameplay. This was kind of like the uh, not. Not not the a great not a great summer uh, in this episode because you know she's going off she's she's alienating her her allies she's playing this very social game but yeah she's getting questions wrong almost on purpose it seems like getting the ha- the the whole have thing and then uh, this whole thing with Betty tonight too right where she's like I decided to be loyal to you in the end but like Summer you played this whole terrible like you know you like you you yeah you you voted to save Betty in the end, but you made it like almost like you were doing her this massive favor. And like, why would she trust you now? Like, or you got to imagine that's diminished. Lord. Well, instead of mutuals, like, Hey, um, you are important in this game. So it was an easy decision for me. No, you know, I was humming and hawing and it just played out the way that I was able to prove my loyalty to you. It seemed like, it was like, well, her mom was going anyway, so at least I'm able to salvage this relationship. Is the translation of what she said. If I can do a little summer action, that's yeah. what really happened. Yeah, that's what going <laughs> on. You know, that's kind of what summer does. Yeah, I like. I just, I, I think that this shows like summer. A lot of summer's flaws in this game. Like I know she has many. Uh, there have been times I've been impressed with Summer, and uh, I, and I definitely feel like her stock is dropping, uh, especially after these last two weeks. Like you know, I'm like I'm, I'm less uh, less convinced that she's going to have a shot at this because it's just like you're kind of self self sabotaging. I don't think you she really understands what her gameplay or what's what is her game plan long term. Um, 
you know, how does she think she's going to win this game? Just doing that thing in like in her final speech. We're saying boom for you. Summer's <laughs> trying. Summer's trying to play like the under the radar, go between, play the middle game, and she's going to get burned because she's not savvy enough. She thinks she is, but she's not at all. Uh, you know, so that's how I look at her game. Like, you know, a lot of players get end up in her spot where, you know, you're like this, like not a threat, but you kind of have connections all throughout the house. And you kind of, you know, bob and weave, you know, down your way, you know, your way closer to the finale. But at a certain point, she she's going to get picked off because she's just not, I don't think, strong enough with, I think she was with Tanisha. She's gone, you know, and now she's alone. She has nothing know. to offer. Nothing to now. offer. Yeah, she's not going to win much. She literally throws comps. Um, you know, so with her, it's just tough because uh, she's just not really playing the game well socially. And because she can't really win or doesn't want to win or has vendettas against certain people. And, you know, it's better to try to like, you know, like I feel like Josh is playing a good game. Um, a Kevin, uh, you know, even a, even a Helena, yeah, like they're all kind of just chill with everybody, and that's that's important when you know things are volatile. Even yeah. Betty's playing a better game, even yeah. And, and what do you make of the HOH Gino? Like, uh, he wins power again, okay. And what, like, Kevin was saying, is he the smartest man in the house? Like, he's been playing dumb all season, he's 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 obviously good with memory, like, it's it's clear to me that Gino has got a great memory. Uh, both of his HOH wins were, were memory comps. Uh, so they, they should be very wary about letting him get to final three. There's uh, two people who are really good at memory comps, and that is um, Gino and actually Marty. Marty knows Marty. his days and he, he knows his, his stuff. Like he, um, since he won HOH, he's been like pu um, pulling himself out of like social situations because he's just studying. Kevin right. has remarked that um, he believes that Marty like we have to be worried about marty and how good marty is at memory comps well marty did say you know uh that he, i think was it kevin was his favorite player and that's what kevin was all about was like memorizing everything so <laughs> kevin martin yeah. kevin martin yeah kevin martin, martin. Kevin martin. My oh my favorite player <laughs> yeah he says uh you gut. know I think, yeah, that's why they're looking at the back door room. They don't want him to play a comp just just in case, you know. They just don't even want to go through it. Um, Gino, see, this is the thing, guys, though. I think Gino's a really bad Big Brother player. I think, you know, what he really should be doing is bringing Marty in, using Marty as a shield, you know, like he really should use Marty, you know, especially when he has power. He doesn't, he doesn't have anybody other than Jace, in the house, everyone else is gonna be gunning for him at a certain point. I I would think. Well, even we see Kevin and Helena are now kind of working with them, right? They're like, we're working with the showmans because we need the numbers and like, but yeah, like I mentioned this last week about there's two different groups that were going with um, the showmans. So you had um, uh, Betty and Josh, which secured a final four with them, and you had Kevin and Helena who was trying to put something together, but at the same time, uh, you know, this showmance was very reluctant to really set things in stone. Right. But right. still, you know, there was communication going back and forth. So who are Gino and JC Lynn really loyal to? At this point of the show, Josh and Betty, but, but really themselves. Yes. Well, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, like any like any duo is always going to put themselves at the top of their hierarchy. But then, who are they actually working with? Because 
Um, yeah, like Gino and JC Lynn, they're really playing the middle more than anybody, I feel like. You know, they're kind of like this duo that's a huge target, but on the other hand, the, there's these two kind of sides, which I guess you got like Summer and Betty and Josh. And... Summer and Betty are with <laughs> Summer and Betty are their thing. Okay, then it's... what's the two sides then? Like it's um okay. it's it's like a so there's pairs. There's um, there's Gito and Jason Lid. Yeah. There's Josh and Betty. There's Helena and Kevin. Josh and right? Betty are a pair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've been on the show quite a bit together as a pair. Right. Well, they well, they, they were nominees last week, so they were had a, a lot of that bonding there. But and then you have the leftovers, which is Moose, Summer, and Marty. Marty's very close with Helena and Kevin. Right. Right. Um, Summer thinks she's still good in with Betty, but Betty's kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. Moose is like, <laughs> Moose is just hoping things will go lucky. Moose's whole game is just like that time he won, like, uh, it wasn't even the HOH. It was like he won <laughs> the, the, the ch- with the, the bowling comp where it was about to go into the one and then it somehow fell into the 15 and he won it. Like, that's, that's how Moose plays this game. He's just kind of hoping the bounces go his way. And then he gloated. Yeah, like like like, and, like he just hit a three pointer. Yeah, you know? like it was ridiculous. And then um, the the best thing of that scene is just seeing Jessica just look at him and just like with utter disgust, like oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. this is dude. Yeah, <laughs> bad like, enough. It's like not only did he not intend to do that, not only is he gloating, it's like now I'm going home because of it. Oh, that would be such a thing, you know. <laughs> right. She was, like she was stayed. Okay, and the duos. Okay, so then Marty's, yeah, uh, and then who, okay, and then who's who's Summer's pair? <laughs> Summer thinks she has Betty, but no. Is Summer with Moose? No. Is Summer with no. Josh? <laughs> Is no. Summer with no. Gino? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, then Summer's kind of like on an island. Yes, she is. Okay. Uh, but and who's she, Moose? Who's the, Moose the, with? No one. No one. Well, they should pair up. <laughs> you see them? How are I they going to pair up? I know. The thing with Summer, Summer thinks she's so good with everyone, but she's not. She's not having those like really good conversations that she used to have before, right? right. She never really, really locked things in, and now she's paying for it. This whole thing with like Gino saying, "Oh, you have one wifey and you have your second wifey," bad mistake. Because Jace does not like Summer. Jace does not like Summer hanging around Gino. Oh yeah, there was like that whole thing where like they were he was helping her stretch. Yes, and it's yeah. come up, right? So when like, of course, Jace is not going to have a problem with with Summer going up on the block as a pawn. She's like. Well, you know, if Bob's your uncle, whoops, <laughs> ding dong. Yeah, well, you're still expendable. Anyone who goes on the block, even as a pawn, is yeah, at the end of the day, is expendable to you. Yeah. Um, you know, or is very down the, the ranks. But is this okay? Is this the was um? I guess if you're Marty or sorry, not Gino. I'm sorry, Gino. Like we saying, he's not a very good player, but maybe he is. Maybe he's got some strengths and weaknesses. But to target Marty, is that the right thing if you're Gino? Because he has been burned by Marty. However, Marty loves him, on the other hand, and wants to use him as a shield in the way we're saying that Gino should try to use Marty. 
right? And so is that is that a flaw here for him to want to target Marty this week? Yeah, I think we. No, I think I think it is, but you know, I could see how Jamil, like you know, it's, for me, G, Gino, you could say Josh and Betty are going to work with them. That's if Josh and Betty can win with Jace, you know. And I don't know if that's, you know, for sure. The thing is, Marty. Is Marty going to put Gino up? I don't think so. You know? It, he's Marty, like a Mar- mad dog. <laughs> Marty did know. put Gino up before. You don't know if he's going to bite you eventually. He's like, no, well, he's good right. with me. <laughs> Until he I, bites you. <laughs> oh, I can see what you're saying. But, like, you know, like he did it to Herman, I guess. But, you know, I think I didn't like Herman. Like, she's like, oh, he's a snake. And everything he was saying all the way out. I'm just like, eh. It's not like you played really well, you know. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And this is totally on brand for Marty. Some slippery, snaky. <laughs> like the same stuff you were gonna do. Like, dude, yeah. come on. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that. That's ridiculous. so true. Like, yeah, the it's triple like... backstab, the special. And then he's like, "Yeah, Marty, look in the mirror and t- you know, so tell the camera that you're a backstabber or something like that." It's like, and he took the whole conversation calmly right before that. I'm just like, this guy's a joke. I know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he, he literally to the camera said he was gonna backstab Marty just before he got put right up. before that. He and just he was got like, God, that's sorry, too bad. Right. There's a lot. This whole like, am I gonna look stupid in front of Canada? Like, you're on Big Brother. Like, I think you have to like put that aside I've because you're gonna, gonna have to stupid. wear like a, a stupid outfit or or whatever at some point like i think you got to put a lot of your pride aside to play oh Everyone yeah look stupid on big brother everyone Ev- that's the whole point even people who win like yeah. you know yeah. there's been plenty of people have won the game like look at josh martinez when he won they made him look real stupid you know yeah right <laughs> he's like, like i feel stupid going to the bank and <laughs> taking out of my winnings like i think like, everyone goes I-, I want the dan geeseling edit i want like the right. dr will edit i want to be kevin martin um you know, and to have like Dan that, sort of that didn't win a lot of comms during the end. Nope, nope. Right, so he kind of he kind of like worked his way to the end, right? And he had to play he, ruthless one well, the second time, right at the end. Yeah, you know. So yeah. like you know, the, some of these players like and Doctor Will, it's like you're a, a very unique person at a unique time. There's been like Nicole Friends all won Big Brother, you know, twice. Like didn't she? Yeah, no, once. Felt it twice. Once is more than enough. She won once. She won. Like, you know, like this is the thing about Big Brother is that you're a TV character. You're not a survivor is a little bit more like strategic and a game player's game, and it's less make trying it's to make more you look humanized. Silly. I think Survivor tries to present their their castaways generally as like real people, especially right. in the most recent seasons where we're seeing like, oh, you know, this is my backstory and this is where I come from and everything else. And this is why right. you should feel sympathetic towards me or why I love my family more than anybody. Whereas Big Brother, it's like they they might make you a hero. They might make you a complete dunce. You know, yeah. I think you just have to kind of know that the going in or music. don't. You know, like, no. yep. well, you may, you know, sometimes they have a sham on there who's just like, <laughs> There's no music on Survivor sometimes. They did it with uh, with Daniel this this season when he was like, you know, out fishing and stuff, and you yeah, know, with his dislocated shoulder. So yeah, right. if you're a complete, if you're completely like oblivious to sort of the social dynamics. I think Survivor will uh, do that to you, but generally, they I think they, yeah, they want all their their castaways to sort of have 
their moment of glory or in their 15 minutes of fame or whatever you want to call it. Um, and in, in Big Brother, it's like, you know, you're you're like a Johnny Mac, like just yell at the camera, Johnny Mac. And uh, <laughs> louder, louder. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> or like let's get these two guys in here like dressed as babies or tethered together or whatever the hell they're gonna do you know it's um it's 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 a parlor game big brother it's like there's a high degree of randomness uh you know and and I, I it also that- does seem like you're right like it's run by some sort of crazy circus um roadie you know like it's just like yeah now you're gonna go slip and slide and get some barbecue sauce and put it in that bigger jug you know like so the competitions are so ridiculous some drunk guy made it up you know like hold on to that wall and we're gonna spray some slime at you like that's like it's ridiculous where survivors were like hold on to this peg and don't drop it and whoever goes the longest is the toughest you know survivors comms are are much more focused around teams and teamwork the first Uh, half yes but even like when they get into the merge tribe, like they they love to like especially reward challenges, especially they love to sure. divide you into like two groups, and then this group will get a reward and all these things, and um, you know, and and then yeah, the individual challenges come after that. But uh, in Big Brother, it's more it's more individual, especially when they when the power's up for grabs, um, and it's. I don't know, like this this ego that a lot of the Big Brothers players, like Herman, they come in and go, "Oh, I'm good at winning things." You're good at winning certain things, like you know, like you don't know what the comp will be tomorrow. You don't he know if it's gonna be a wait, he won one, one H O H, didn't he? That's the only one, thing he won. The first one veto, one. didn't he? Or he won he the, the first. He won the first, first and he won because he got he picked the right door. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Because he yeah, it was completely random. He was just like he he fell into it, yeah, and he he ultimately got out uh, Milena. Right, Ooh. like, uh, yeah, what a what a move he made. Like, you know, the thing is with Herman, like, he, if you didn't want to get backdoored, like, why weren't you talking to Marty and befriending Marty and like just kind of getting in his ear and like kind of like Kevin and Helena are doing because they controlled his HOH. They're right, like literally, and Gino could have trumped them and controlled his HOH and didn't. You know, if Herman should be mad at anyone, it's it's probably you know Kevin, Helena, and, Mar- and Gino. You know, those people really himself. And well, he's going to look back at this and go, oh, shoot, I totally if I played with any common sense. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because if you look at these two HOHs for Gino, right? Like, so the first one, he ends up getting out one of his biggest allies, Kyle, because Kyle had become such a pariah in the house, was so despised by so many sides that Gino, you know, we kind of argued about this at the time or debated it. Like, was that the right thing for Gino? I guess it was because he survived till this point, you know, that seemed to win him enough grace uh, getting Kyle out, even though, you know, somebody else could have got Kyle out for him. Um, so ultimately, do, is he doing the same thing again here? He's going to get Marty out. That's his plan here. I'm going to get Marty out instead uh, this week. Uh, you know, another threat slash ally, a frenemy that I could work with uh, a little further into the game. Or get a, who would I guess who would be the next logical target if you're Gino? Uh, if it's not Marty, uh, Moose probably. Moose, I guess. Yeah, but. Maybe, maybe like Kevin and Helena. Why not? If, he, if he's more loyal to working with Josh and Betty, like you're yeah. saying, Jamil, then you know he could put up Kevin and Helena here and just like solidify that, um, you know, or backdoor one of them. Uh, I guess it's it is interesting. Like you know, once a few weeks go by, you you know, as much as like you know, people might not know Kevin and Helena are working together. They know by votes. You know, you can tell. You know, at a certain point. 
Yeah. The problem with Although- picking um um Kevin and Helena is that the fear that Marty is going to uh be also picked for house guest choice. That's what they're so worried about. Marty playing in the POV. Because they think he's a comp threat. And he kind of is. Right. So. And then you're you're then what ends up happening is you have less decisions to make. So let's say uh, Marty wins. Marty takes Helena off the block. Right. Now so neither of them could be on the block, and now they have to put up Summer or something. You know, against Kevin. Yeah. Summer's gonna go out. Summer's gonna go out, and you basically just wasted your HOH. They're so worried about Marty, a forty-three-year-old man. A forty-three-year-old man with a bad knee and bad shoulders. As if 43 is like uh, you're in a wheelchair, you have a cane, you're of arthritis. Like, I mean, it's not like they're running. It's not like they're playing football. They are throwing hoops onto a peg, you know? (laughs) It's like his hip would get out of alignment or something. Is like, dude, you're not in that bad shape. Don't. Right. There's always like there's like this anxiety that you see like well I guess this always exists in Big Brother like who's gonna get the power and how come I didn't get the power it's because and then you start rationalizing well I'm going against these younger kids or I'm they they're not forty three like me and with a bad uh, bad knee and bad shoulders or whatever but then he wins and then I'm like well then you obviously don't have those He's like yeah 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 or, I would. Like anybody can win any of these comps, like you know, as much as like even Betty, maybe not Betty, but like you know, it's it's hard to say. But Betty, you suck. Close. I know it's true. Yeah, she's the new pow pow, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, and so I do want to get into. I, I definitely want to get into the spoilers, but um, because I, I I don't know if we. I'm thinking like because uh, Survivor this week is a two hour episode. We just do Survivor Wednesday night, and uh, we kind of make this a double feature tonight, to where we kind of talk about the whole state of feature. You know, just talk because we kind of know. Uh, I think the the veto results are out in the world there in the spoiler did you, section. Did you? Did you listen to uh, it? I I I, I kind of know some things, Ooh. and I, I I'm kind of curious to see where things are going. But I, okay. I'm sure you're more on the up and up on all Jamil. So, up up. Um, just just before, um, I'm disappointed that we didn't get Buzz killed. Um, very disappointed. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we lost an endurance competition, right? Where a person right. will determine if they want to win by sheer will versus another skill competition even though it's mental so what happened with the competition buzzer wouldn't work so a buzzer was killed it was was it pressure box what was it like so what happens for a buzz kill is um everyone sits in front of a buzzer and then they have to wait until um a mark goes off and then they have to hit the buzzer the last person to hit the buzzer is the person who's out but you don't know when the the mark is going to come so, first time it happened, Summer's eliminated, but she wasn't the last person to buzz. So, they're like, okay, uh, Arissa comes out, um, they reset, they do it again. Summer's the first one out, but she wasn't the first one to buzz, <laughs> buzz the last person to buzz. Right, she was eliminated, but she shouldn't have been. Like, yeah. It was not working properly. Right, right. So... Um, at that point, they were gone for a while again, and then they tried it again. It didn't work again. So 
they just told everyone to go to sleep and in the morning they'll do a, um they'll try a new cop okay uh so that's ultimately what we got here which was like what happened did, did the, were you bees before you dressed up as elves or whatever oh, like in these kinds of i hate oh. this thing i yeah, hate it too. Uh, we who was the who was saved before who or wh- who was uh, like uh, which nominee was nominated twice before they won the veto and I'm just like I don't like that's sort of the weirdest. I just hate those things. Yeah, just do pressure cooker. Problem solved. Do a pressure cooker. Come on, listen Come to Jamila. Listen to Jamila okay. here. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I just Gina want, wins it. I, I just want to talk about that. That's all. Um, who do you think would have won the buzzkill if it had been that? That that's more about reflexes, right? Like more about quickness. It's not even just about reflexes. Also, it's also like mental focus. There's temptations that they would be doing, right? So the slop thing that they would do, they would also do that. They would do that during bu- um, buzz killed as well, because yeah. the buzzer could go off when you're looking for the have not, the have buzzer, and you could be the last one. Oh, okay. So that that was always part of the plan. Because yeah. okay, so they took their food away on Thursday, right after the like after the eviction. I think so. Yeah. Because you know they, this reaction. No, it was dro- Saturday morning. Uh, was that Saturday morning where they came in? The pantry was empty. Yeah. But that was, but then that would have happened because they were doing the buzz kill on Thursday night, right? I know, but they woke up. I'm trying to like understand what they the original woke up plan and came was. Down and it, was it was day forty-two. Herman okay. was gone already. Herman was gone already. The uh, temptation works regardless. You could you could have decided to to have have not passes still. Right. Did you think that Josh's reaction was was too much or not enough? Uh, on it the whole, like, he was not happy. He was beside himself. He was couldn't believe it. Josh and um, Chase just hate slop and they cry and bemoan about it. It's just like dudes like it's just a week it's just a yeah. week you guys are too pampered right yeah um, yeah you don't you don't come across well or like i don't like eating this food <laughs> you know it's like, just like oh slop does not is not super enjoyable it's it's right. just basically regular oats like uh like um whole oats yeah with like protein powder in it yeah okay you won't die you won't die but it just tastes bland, and you do your best to try to mix stuff into it to make it taste better. What do well, you like to add to it? Can you throw some maple syrup on that stuff? Or what can you I, do? I've had it with maple syrup. I've had it with hot sauce, and I had it with chocolate chip cookies, um, ch- uh, chocolate chips. And what was so the, when, um, all of those, all of those additions are legal to the slop. To my understanding, yes, because um, I tasted it um, before Big Brother Canada was first introduced. They had a slop truck that was downtown. And I purposely went downtown to uh, try slop. So um, check my socials. I'll put up my picture with me eating slop. And I I, I, t- I went through the entire gauntlet because they're like, know. there's no one here. Because they, they, they found like this terrible corner on Young Street where it's like concealed by a shadow. And I'm like, no one's coming. You might as well just give me more. <laughs> I just kept eating slop. I think if you you know you throw you know some maple syrup, some cinnamon, a little nutmeg, you know you just you could do some stuff with that. You, can, you, know? you can't make slop like a byproduct of something, some other meal, but you can make like add stuff to slop. So the right. entire house was put on slop for weeks four and five, but no official have-nots were named for those weeks. So 
Okay. They're like, um, the truck didn't show up, so you're eating slop. <laughs> Everyone's eating slop. We have no more food. And now, and now week set, but this is like the first week they're they're really doing it. And I guess like why are you doing it? Um, what's the point? Is this necessary? Because I think there's all there's always this debate in Big Brother. Does does the have not thing even make the game better or not? Uh, is it if they don't talk I, I about like, it on the show half of the time? I like it. You like it. You're you're anything you're that, for it. Anything that that ruffles feathers and makes people uncomfortable, do it. Right? Mm -hmm. Randomly turn like if someone breaks a rule, someone's singing the house. I'm sorry, the entire house um loses hot water for the night. Right? You you do stuff to like keep people off, you know, off base. You want you want some stress. You don't you yes. don't want everyone being kumbaya. Like give people an option. Like you remember how they had like the first week? Oh, if you survive the block, you get to pick a door and you can win some money. Right? Right. Remember right. that? They should have yeah. it where it's like, hey, that was only they only did it the one week. You only did it once. Kevin got five hundred bucks. That was it. They should do like, hey, um, you won five hundred bucks, but if you want to double it, you have to make everyone in the house a half not. Right, mm -hmm. like do do stuff like that where it's like people like wondering what did we do? What did we do to get that? It's like I bet this person did, and they start talking. Anything that that causes stress and discomfort, do it. Do right. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff, have nots? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm not. I don't care. Like, to, I think that's the one thing with Big Brother that bothers me is like the you know it's like go on a vacation and you know be on tv like it should be harder right? I, I we want conflict that's what these shows are yep you know yeah. they get too much food they get too many parties right it it hasn't been as bad as previous seasons because previous seasons they were getting like alcoholic every week right well, this but on the other hand like shouldn't i, I like have not is not just about the diet of slop it's supposed to be about living in like an uncomfortable room too yeah. right cold showers and, I, and cold showers and uh i don't there is no have not room this year is there uh at least if there no. is i haven't really seen it um i just last don't think the, the show should be you know vacation like I, I think it should be hard i think you know mm -hmm. it, it, you're you're there to make a lot of money you know that's more than you'll ever you know most of the people would make in a year you know a lot more the you know? famous thing was last season where the, the have not room was a ball pit and then they said well you're gonna have to sleep in the ball pit tonight i think it was to sean who yeah. went on to win the season uh you know oh my god it's a ball pit look at the music <laughs> If we just played that for like an hour, it would drive me insane. I think it would drive anyone. But instead of making Tishan actually sleep in the ball pit, Jeff, they just got a bunk bed and they and they put it in the middle of the balls. Like and he slept on that. I was and then they and then they turned the lights out for him too. Wow. I mean, like, okay, maybe the lights out is fine. I don't mind that one. Um but yeah, the mattress was that's just defeating the purpose. That's like it's actually probably making it more comfortable. It's probably like suspending that mattress, give a good airflow, you know. Yeah, I would, you're an isolated I would, room. I would love if they did like like I would be a terrible showrunner for people if I was running Big Brother. I would be like, you go to sleep and you wake up and the house is different. 
right? You're like, wait, what? What happened? Or you know what? If you want to mess with people, their entire room becomes a ball pit. They wake mm-hmm. up and all of a sudden they step and it's like, wait, what? Like they just fill up the room with a ball pit. Just do stuff to just throw people off. Right? I do not like ball pits. You, you just do, do stuff like that. Hey, all of a sudden, um, there's multiple kitchens, but like people had food that they wanted, right? Like you get people to choose um, what foods do you want. We don't do food comps anymore because no one cares about those, right? It's not necessary. But you have people pick what foods they want, and then they have the food there. And then it's like, oh, um, you guys broke a rule. That kitchen gets swapped out for all the stuff that they rejected. They didn't know. I think that's a good idea for competition. I just thought of um, they should learn, like when they're doing the casting process, what food, I guess everyone has a food that they're like, I really don't like and I don't want to eat that. Like, not like, you know, bugs, nothing like that. Like, more like, you know, I don't like relish or whatever it is. Right. And then they have a comp where they have to eat those things or something. And if they don't like, you know, have to go through the rounds, that. That would be fun. Like somebody what's would just the, like what's his name game. with the milk. Yeah, <laughs> I well, love the, the that that one was tough because it was something that he liked, and I think he doesn't like milk anymore because he just had to drink it constantly. <laughs> he just had to drink a lot of it. Yeah, or that guy yeah. in like in the first Jackass movie where they poured like he hated mustard and they poured the mustard right. on him, and he was like, exactly. "Oh my god!" In the shower, it's at me, like the mustard. Yeah, but like it. You have to fu- you have to get those answers like it's like trying to get the people's worst fears so then you could use them against right. them right so combine fear factor with big <laughs> yeah it's like you love mustard and you love donuts great here's mustard covered donuts you hate heights okay so whoever jumps out of the plane you know <laughs> the most the most times when they join right because we want to we i agree it's not a vacation and you want there to be some tension and stress and not just like and you know we obviously like to see some fights and stuff happen too in the house uh it feels like less of that happens than used to but honestly i think because it's been such a turbulent season right where people are like there's not like one major side versus like it's been so fluid i think they scrapped a lot of things they're like we don't need to do stuff like these people are are doing enough Right, every single week the veto is used. Like we don't even have to worry about causing stress. They're stressing out themselves. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, there's obviously a lot of paranoia going on here. Okay, and so um, Super Smash Seth as well. Super Smash Bro Seth. Yeah. Well, you already mentioned paranoia, so sorry. Well, yeah, it was a different paranoia. can we jump into the spoilers? Yeah, guys? let's get into spoilers. Let's get into spoilers. If you're if you're leaving us now, uh, well, we'll be back on Thursday probably because I don't think we're going to do a th- coverage here. So we're going to like pre-cover the the episode, the veto episode, and then if there's anything that epi- that interesting that comes up on the actual episode Wednesday, we'll touch upon it on Thursday. Uh, if there's something that we're just uh, we're unaware of, but uh, if you're leaving us now, make sure to subscribe and like and share and all those kinds of great things and check out our other channels. But we'll plug everything here at the end. Let's get into it, guys. And, uh, and 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 talk about who won the veto. So Jeff, who do you think won the veto? Marty. <laughs> no, no, no. Be Marty, come on. Marty did not even get to play. Well, then I only. People, there were two I... people who didn't get a chance to play, and that was 
Kevin, and Marty. Okay, so I mean, I can only hope for Helena, and I don't think she won it. JC Lynn, I think, won it. No, no. Um, Moose, nope. I don't know. Then you know, you're gonna have to tell me on this. It one. was I, Helena. I, oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, so this this get, comes up to a. Uh, this is a very interesting development. Helena wins this veto yep. because uh, it's not awesome. in it's not in Helena and Kevin's best interest for Marty to be evicted, right? Correct. Not yet. So they would want to keep the nominations the same. Correct. Is that is has the veto ceremony already happened or is that still to come? No, it hasn't happened. It's probably happening tomorrow. But the way it looks, it's not gonna happen. Should Why do you there? ask? Why you ask? Well, Gino told Moose what his plans was, told Summer what his plans were, but didn't tell told Helena. Josh what his plans, told Betty. Who did he not tell? Kevin did not tell Helena. Which means when they won, he has to go and ask, hey, what are you going to do with DeVito? And they're like, um, not use it. Why? We're going to keep right, it. Right, because they're, they're not in on this plan. They're they not in on this plan. Like if, if, you, if you make a plan... And you right. have a conversation with them as a possibility of them, like even when Helena got picked, you should have went to Helena and go, "What are you? What are you gonna do with it?" Right? And it's like I don't know. It's like if you win, do you think you're gonna use the veto? If she says no, and you go, "Well, you know what? If you do get it, you know we could possibly put Marty up. See what her reaction is. Gauge it. Right? Right? If she says no, then you're like, okay, well we got to make plans or think about what might happen if she does win." You can start looking at the possibilities. They had this plan, told everyone in the house except three people, one of which is directly involved with the possibility of totally, you know, throwing off this plan. And of course, that one person <laughs> wins it. Right, of course, right? Uh, as you so again, Gino didn't cover his bases. Uh, you know, so I think that we can we can definitely. He's say a this bad b- Big Brother player. He's really bad. Yeah. Overall. Like he's good at competition, sure. And I think he but, keeps picking. Like I think, like I think the choice to work with Josh and Betty is the mistake over Kevin and Alina. Like if he's going, <laughs> which in retrospect, you know, it's like oh, you know, it's possibility. Josh is a strong competitor, and he's probably going to win. Right, but, Betty but since then, who is one? Kevin and Helena. And Helena lost two vetoes, right? <laughs> right. And so, like, what can't go wrong will go wrong for Gino. Yes. Um, yeah. So with this development, who's licking their lips in excitement? JC Lynn. Because okay, so so JC Lynn is going to be like great. We can get out summer. Yes. Right. Because but is is that the right thing for the house? Is getting moose getting summer out before moose? Uh, is you know if you have that choice. Well, how many votes do you need? Four or three? This time. Four. You have four votes. Okay. So Kevin and Helena vote together. Right. And then they have Marty as a vote, so that's three there's six, people. There's six people voting, right? Isn't it? There's is Betty, it? Betty, Helena, J.C. Lynn, Josh, Kevin, and Marty. Are the six? So votes. six. So, so you, you can go. You can you at least tie it. It could go Gina's tie. Right. And who does Gino want out? Probably Summer. Right. Like uh, he's going to keep Moose around, probably. It could be either or, because Moose could win a comp, and who's he going to put up? But Moose isn't really hostile toward him. 
not toward right Gino now, but he could like decide to take a shot at him. I guess yeah. Does Gino want a competitor like Moose hanging around for another week? Because Gino won't compete in the next HOH. So right. is keeping a guy like Moose in the game more useful? Uh, like who are the big competi- competition people? You have Moose, Marty. who you could eliminate. You have Marty, who you could possibly control. Possibly. Right? You have Josh. You have yourself. Yeah, yeah Moose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would keep Moose around just to, to, and if he make sure, like you know, hey, I'll. Oh, he did just put on the block, so <laughs> yeah. He, and he his volunteered bl- for Wendy's. That was the deal. That was the deal. Yes, he wanted that. He needs to stop offering like himself as a pod. Like, can yeah, you can yeah. you not offer something else? Like, like make an alliance or like say you know a team up? Nah, it, man, I just want that Wendy's. Do you know what? In the history of Big Brother, I gotta give him credit. How many people have been told they're a pod? And they actually get something out of it. <laughs> yeah, true. You got some right. wins. Got some wins. Uh, okay. What? 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 What would Josh and Helena want in this vote? They want. They want the. They want the veto to be used to get out of Marty. Josh and Helena. No, I, I mean sorry, Helena and uh, Kevin. I'm sorry. Josh and Betty would want that. Yeah. Jo- uh, yeah but- oh yeah. Jo- Josh and Betty would want that. So yeah, they want the veto used. Put up. Um, but I see Josh and Betty pro- probably wanting Moose out. When really right, like I mean, I don't see why they would want to keep get rid of Summer over Moose anyway. For those see, two, yeah, I could see JC Lynn Betty, wanting Betty, Summer. Betty's also kind of, uh, you know, it served you right that you thought you could never touch the block. Not only did you touch the block, but I also got you out of the. Well, see, the thing is, like, yeah, what was it last week where Summer was thinking about putting Betty up? Yeah, or oh, no, wasn't vote, gonna voting vote not for to keep her. Voting Vote-y. not to keep her. She, right. She's like, I'm not sure which way I'm going to vote yet. And like, and Betty's like, uh, it was an eye opener. She said tonight in the episode, it was very eye opening. I, I thought that like Summer was way more loyal to me, but now, now, uh, Betty's fully in on Josh, right? And so yeah. Josh will use her. Even if you're not fully loyal, like Summer, this is why Summer's bad. It's like you don't let Betty know you're not fully. You let her know you're loyal. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. A little bit too much honesty going on in the house, it seems like, uh, with their gameplay. You know, a lot of Big Brother is lies. You know, it just is. Um, uh, Kevin and Alina, though, like who would their who would they consider a bigger threat to them? So, from their initial perspective, before they were let in on the plan, they're like, Gino's up to something. He's trying to backdoor somebody. The two people that make sense to backdoor is Josh or Marty. Neither of which we want to to put yeah. up. Right, because they're kind of working with Josh as, as well, yeah. and so um, I think like getting out Moose or her, or Summer, either way, it's good for them because it's going to make um, them less like it's going to diminish that kind of. Josh has kind of been playing this middle, like yeah, I'm with Betty, but yeah, I'm kind of in with uh, Gino and the show, like the show uh, but I'm also kind of working with Kevin and Helena too. Uh, so he has lots of different options. Like, yeah. really, they should get him out as soon as possible. But, but Josh tells Kevin everything he does practically. Right. So, so when this deal was when this deal went down, and after Helena won the POV, Josh went and spilled the beans about the situation to um, Kevin. So Kevin is aware that Summer knew, Moose knew, Jace knew. Um, uh, uh, Josh knew and Betty knew, and only three people they didn't know was himself, Helena, and Marty. 
Right. So those the, Gino and uh, Betty and Josh were trying to put those three kind of on an island in the house, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. And the thing is, like, yeah, you're right. Like, you can't come after the Vito's play. Like, I won. You're like, hey, um, <laughs> um, had a plan. Didn't tell you. Uh, you know, but if you could do me a solid and go through with my plan, that'd be great. That I didn't tell you about. That I didn't tell you about. You know, like, it's not, it's not going to fly. Um, that's why you, especially when the house is still this many people, it's like, what is it? Like, nine right now? Eight people? Eight. Right, like there's still enough people is it in the nine? house. Not yeah, you're right. Nine. Yeah, okay. Six, six boats and three three nine boats. Yeah, yeah. Right, so like there's still enough people where you can, can kind of convince people, you know, at least especially this season that you know there's multiple sides of the house and you will let everybody in on a plan except your target, which was Marty. Really, and maybe like that target's number one ally, maybe. But he doesn't really have a number one ally anymore. You know, like he's kind of screwed them all over and he's kind of on his kind own of, now. Kind of right. Mm -hmm. it seems like it but like at the same time kevin's number one ally is helena so like you know he, he, he's not as attached to marty as marty is to him you know right so. yeah he like marty for sure but like i think that um i think if you are kevin and, and helena this week i think the summer is the more is the better move to get out uh as well because Moose ain't gonna do shit in terms of rallying votes or people or anything. Like Summer has more, she's more dangerous in terms of like uh, flipping a house right on a vote. Uh, she, we've seen it. She that's one of her favorite things to do, right? Like is to sort of like rally whoever she wants to save in the eviction. Uh, we'll see how it does for her as a as a nominee this week. But I think be, that it could be dangerous if you let Moose. Um, Continuing this game, what else does he won? He he won he won one veto and he won that, that safety chain of he, and he won and he won the safety chain. Okay, so yeah. two comps, and the safety chain was kind of a fluke. And the the veto he won, he was he had to save himself that week's. Uh, that was the Kyle H O H. Okay, like I'm not saying Moose is inept or anything, but like he hasn't really done much. You know, in this game, he really kind of comes across as somebody that's just like meh. Like I, I, Summer, I think is more nefarious. I think Summer is is somebody you I would definitely be watching out for more. I I, I wouldn't be worried about Moose, uh, being this mastermind. Remember that like, that was what Kyle was so freaked out about because like when when Moose came up and he lied to <laughs> somebody, right? You know, I think you know, I think maybe it was Betty. My major um, is sports medicine, not sports yeah. medicine, sports journalism. Oh my gosh, yeah. revelation! Oh god, really? You write about the Jays? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got that. So idea. stupid, right? Because yeah, because he's like, guess what? Me and Moose already knew each other before this. Dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, you were too dumb enough to even like really mention it on the show, and it just comes up. My degree's not in English. It is in sports media. <laughs> oh my <God>. Breaking news. <laughs> oh my what a threat. God. We gotta get him out. He's such a threat. We can't have this yeah. guy hanging around. He knows how many how many home runs Alex Rodriguez hit in 2003. <laughs> he might wow us with his um post uh, match um you know locker room speech about giving 110%, you know, follow the game plan, you know. Yeah, you know, we're trying to do our best. What do you learn in a degree about what does sports media really constitute a degree? 
Uh, I bet. Like what? There's, how there's I, different I, elements about it. How? Okay, sports media is. I love this tangent. Is also how you broadcast that information, whether it be print, whether it be an audio, whether it be in video. So they'll have you look at all aspects of it. So you're putting together um, an audio presentation. Um, so there's a radio class. So you're working in Pro Tools. You're working in, in Audacity and other programs, um, probably because they have Adobe, they have Audition. Uh, okay, so they use that. Mic setups, uh, treating your rooms. Um, then you have your video. So you're going to be working with your After Effects and Premiere plus you know, uh, how to properly upload. They have the streaming option. What platform are you going to use? YouTube. Is it going to be Twitter? Is it going to be um, sure, Instagram? But like, it seems like more of a diploma program than a degree. Uh, by the it, it de- but then you also, how about like, there's journal the journalism aspect of it. So you have the journalism courses, right? And then plus you have the sports f- focus. You have to have like a medical... You have the medical courses where you learn about the body and, you know, kinesiology. And there's probably you could make it into something if it's robust enough. I guess so. Have you seen any interviews of athletes by by sports journalists? It's the biggest softball questions ever, especially hockey. Uh, Hey, oh, what you got to do out there? How are you going to come back? Uh, Oh, we got to work out the corners, guys, and uh, blah blah blah. And then and then the the journalist will just go, "Okay, thanks for that nothing answer." They go, "Thanks a lot." And then like I'm like, "Why? Why?" Thanks. I can't believe I get to ask athletes no no questions. Yeah, this is a great job. When they give me not even an answer to what I just asked, I'm just going to give them a pass. I mean, it's so different than, uh, you know, political journalists. They ask, you know, hey, press yeah. secretary, uh, what's going on in uh, Ukraine? Okay, great. Thank you for nothing. You know, <laughs> I guess, so the yeah, stuff that it's... Did, it's all the the real journalism aspect is the the people they connect with. They stuff they they stuff they get off the record, right? Yeah, reporters. Um, that's that's the journalism in sports journalism, right? Where you more or less see it in print, or you have it where. Um, if you're watching basketball, it's Woj and Shams who get like information like ahead of time. So it's like, hey, yeah. Kawhi Leonard staying with the um, is going to go with the LA Clippers, right? Woj would say something like that because he would have enough uh, built respect and also contacts. Yes, as you mentioned, to get that information even ahead of companies, even before some of the athletes know about certain things. Like people are like, oh, Shams dropped that this happened. Woj bombs. Yeah, Woj bombs. Okay. Well, it's a noble pursuit by the sound. Okay. Of it. Yeah, it's very. It's the, only a few people though. It's a handful of people in your Yeah, sport. it's a handful of people, right? Otherwise, you're you're in butt fuck wherever, um, you know, yeah. doing the ten to twelve drive about local sports teams, right? With your listenership right. of like five hundred people, right? You're um, on hot ice with Jay Baruchel. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, sports talk, as we're in spoilers and thing, uh, did you hear what happened during the uh, Canadiens uh, Leafs game with the kid and the stick? Uh, no, no, I don't know what, what you're referencing. So um, kid was playing. Um, a kid was playing. Kid was watching, was there with the fa- his father. They're from mm-hmm. out of town, Habs fans. They were there um, during the pregame warm-ups. And um, their favorite um, player is some Habs player whose name I don't know. 
was there and he had a sign saying, can I get um, a puck and a, a selfie? So the player flips a puck over the the glass to him, hits the kid in the lip, oh. lip like busts and starts bleeding. <laughs> Feels awful. <laughs> gets him an autograph puck, gets him an autograph stick, goes over, takes a selfie with the kid. Right? Seems good. Good makeup. ACC, or sorry, Scotiabank Arena um, officials come by and say, um, the stick is considered a weapon and you can't have it in the arena, so you either need to give us the stick or you need to leave. What? So they never mentioned about giving it back. <laughs> they said your two options were give us the stick or leave. Uh, I would have been like, can't you give it to like the security office and I can go pick it up after? They left. Because yeah, there's no left. way they're giving up an autograph stick. No, from yeah, well, the, the yeah. Kid's favorite player. Uh, they're being a little silly. That security team, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's probably like protocol, I guess, but that's brutal protocol. It's terrible yeah. protocol. Like, yeah. <laughs> like especially when it's a kid. Like, I get it if it's like it's a like, full put adult. Put in Kochek. There's a Kochek or yeah. something. Yeah, put it in Kochek. Put it in a room with security office, and you go get it at the, after the game. What's wrong yeah. with that? Yeah, so that's like, I'll just... put it by the door and I'll leave before the game is over. At least let me watch majority of the game. Yeah, right. that makes no sense. But like you know, the, uh, it's not a surprise when you know you get people run run certain events, and especially since COVID and everything's protocoled, and you know, it, yes. uh, that yeah, procedures. Want a, a whacking spree with the stick? Yeah, like rules yeah, are yeah. rules. I'm a Hab fan. I'm here to kick some leaf butt. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> yes. ten years old. Yes, yeah. and that's what why sports uh, media is very important and requires <laughs> a diploma. Oh, Came full circle on that. Yeah, and that's why we need guys like Kyle Moore yes. to uh, to take up the charge. Exactly, and, and Moose. Like, is his degree also in sports media? I don't even know. Like, he he does. He's a he's a so me dude. So I don't know what he exactly does. But I think it's involving sports. That's why they they run in the same circles. He says he's a con- it says he's a content creator. That's his position. Yeah, that 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 could be one and the same thing. Uh, a, a content creator could be an e-girl to a person who has a podcast, right? All of this is you're creating content. Yeah. Oh, it was Nick Suzuki. That was the player. Nick Suzuki, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Is he related to David Suzuki? No. No. Okay. Um, all right, so I, I I have a good feeling this is going to be summer going on Thursday. It's it's a straightforward week, right? Like the veto's not going to be used. The only type of things that could happen is between those two players. Um, summer social ass asset um, isn't really a thing. Moose can still win comps. So, and you have Jace who feels the way she does against Summer. I say get some around, and then who stays? I'm, I'm. Please indulge me. Oh. That's who I believe. I, 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 I think you're right. I, like, I, I don't understand why they would keep. Um, summer over moose, even though it seems like maybe you don't want Marty winning. 
Right, and you need somebody to compete against him. It's not going to be Summer. So, yeah. and then Summer's more dangerous for the ability to flip a house. It makes every logical sense if you're going to pick between those two. Yeah. I think it's get rid of her. Yeah, um, I would agree. Uh, it depends unless you're JC Lynn. <laughs> JC Lynn hates Summer though because she's going to steal her man. Uh, well, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. You get rid of JC. Uh, she's also playing that like you know girl who can't win any comps or well she actually can, but she's in a house full of like comp threats. Let's face it. Uh, you know, only two so, people haven't won a comp, or three people haven't won a comp yet, and that's right. Josh, right? Betty and Summer. Yeah, Josh Betty, has come close so many times. Josh too. will win one, I think, if he sticks around, and then yeah, Betty and Summer are, are they're the the pow pow. I think Pat, <laughs> Betty's gonna win one before Summer. One's pow, the other, the other pow. Um, you suck at everything. I know. I but what would happen, guys, if like, okay, let's say Summer gets evicted this week, and then let's say Gino gets evicted next, and then Summer and Gino are in that in that uh, jury house together, and JC Lynn's just left in the Big Brother house. She'll do about it. She'll self evict. <laughs> I don't know if she would, but it just seems like something stupid that she would do. So, like the paranoia, I think, if Gino and her were like sequestered separately, uh, that's got to messes your mind and then what would jc lynn be in this game without gino actually have to play it'd be weird actually for her play. be very <laughs> weird for her you know like it, it, who's gonna waste an hoh at this point on on jc lynn it would probably it, be a double it, well, be surprised well, if it's a double you, you take jc lynn out if you put gino up on the block and then he wins veto you know yeah yeah well that that's how you you take her as a consolation eviction if you have to yeah but but after, let's say, like, Gino got evicted next, like, she's got, the priority to get her out would have to be, like, very low for a lot of people. I would have to think at that point, right? It's an easy so. week, though. Like, she'd be your constant pawn, wouldn't she? Yeah, she's not likely to win power either, right? So it's... Do you think... Okay, so, guys, I have JC Lynn and Mar Marty in this draft. Do I have any chance of winning? With Marty, like, maybe. What if it's Marty and JC Lynn in the final two? Um, Gino I think you have to for JC Lynn, but I think G, I think um, Marty wins. You think Mar Marty can win? I just, I, I just, of I the two, of my two players, I just don't see who's coming out with a W here. If Marty <laughs> makes it to the end, he's probably not being dragged. He's probably right. won himself there. I think yeah. he has the respect to win. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. But the thing is, like, he, I, I think the only way that happens is if Gino gets, you know, got soon, you know, which is it's, a possibility, definite possibility, especially next yeah. week. Right. Get back at them. <laughs> if we have another double, like that's why he should have put he should have put Gino up last week when he was HOH. Like, you know, he, he should have just been doubled down and been like, well, I tried to take him out full feet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That was his like mistake. Like he just should have put Gino up and just been like, you know what? I did try to take you out, and now I'm going to finish the job. That would have been so much cooler. Does Marty now know that he was the backdoor plan? Not yet, but he probably will because everyone in the house knows except him. Because so summer, summer, and and um, Moose are going to have to campaign if they're not taken off the block. What do you think they're going to talk about? <laughs> and uh, Helena and uh, uh, Kevin, they would know. Um, Helena. Um, so Josh told um, told Kevin, um, and Kevin was like, uh, "Wait, you want to use it?" And his and 
Josh was like, yeah. And I was like, you got to talk to Helena. Helena is the one who, who has the veto. Um, and then they talk, but he doesn't reveal what happened. He's 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 gonna let Josh do it, but he confirmed with Helena that Helena does not want to use the veto. Right. So, so they haven't had that formal conversation yet. But she's probably gonna say no because she's close with Marty too. Marty's someone who would protect her. It's not in Helena's best interest. At least Helena has enough self-awareness, uh, yeah. I think, to understand that. You know, I don't think she's going to, like, I, I'm sure there, there's going to be some attempts to maybe to get her to use it. But, um, you know, especially if it's Josh or Betty. But, like, she, I don't if think she's connected with her and at least try to sell her. Like, you had days to sell this idea as a possibility when you wait to the last minute after she wins. You, you like, you're you're at the whim of whatever she decides and locks in her brain. Right. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, <laughs> what can go wrong? Will, you know, it's kind of expect like, the expect so this, expect. this could be the first week where, um, no veto. Yeah. What one? Yeah. No veto used. And I think that's going to break the game. I think like it's the opposite in this cast, like whereas normally it's like, it's not until the veto gets played where the house kind of like, oh, I see what's going on here. Whereas this season, it's the opposite. It's everyone's playing the veto, and then this is the first time it won't be. It's like, oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah, so yeah. You can't backdoor you. You can't backdoor your targets. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can't be allowed to do that. Um, yeah, but in a lot of cases, it's been like one of the nominees pulling themselves down. In many cases, especially in the early ones, until until the cabin one. Right. And until he took down Josh. Do you know what's funny is had Marty won this veto, he probably would have been convinced by Gino to actually play it. And then he could have put up like Kevin or Helena. But even with this, he has no choice but to eat his noms, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> there you go, Gino. Uh, can Gino win this game? Yeah. 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 For sure. He's the front runner, I would say, yeah. actually. I mean, yeah, like definitely. just. I don't think he should win, but I definitely think he's he's the you know until he gets beat. I don't think uh, you know he he's he's at the top of the pyramid right now. Yeah, Gino, know? Kevin, Josh, um, even Helena. Um, hmm. Yeah, those those could win. I think. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting end game here, I think, with these uh, these contestants. So, thanks for being with us tonight. Uh, make sure to uh, check us out on Thursday. We'll be back to talk about the uh, the next eviction, uh, as well as check out our coverage on Wednesday of Survivor season forty two. Uh, well, the episode uh, there's a double header two two hour episode coming up. Uh, featuring the merge and if you want to see all that uh check us out over there on wednesday night here on super made Brothers podcasting uh you can also check out our other channels including um uh live long and podcast where on monday nights we talk about star trek enterprise i was on uh, tonight talking about the episode oasis with uh, jody simpson and adam woodward and kevin millard we all hated it and uh we uh <laughs> and if you want to hear our breakdown of that um check it out every monday night we talk so about archer wasn't the one who's going to save you not uh, even maybe not you know going where his heart will take him yeah. uh but no it was it was guys it was like a ripoff of a d space nine episode it was shadow play uh and and rennie over genois was in this episode playing like the old man remember the episode where like dax and odo find the the, the planet of holograms yeah 
it's that episode again. Uh, except now Rene Bourgeois was playing like the old man who made the holograms instead. I was like, Fun. Yeah, I'm like this is the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So um, no, no, it was it was all low points uh, all along. But uh, you know, there's ups and downs. Like last week, we loved the ep- the, the episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, it was acquisition. It had uh, the Ferengi in it, and we we really enjoyed that. So um, you know, and we're going through episode by episode as we are on Tuesday nights, at least for two more weeks until ball hockey starts. Uh, and uh, we got we're talking tomorrow about for the uniform where Michael Eddington uh, comes back on the scene, the lucky loony himself. We'll be talking with Captain Sisko, uh, trying to get his man, the man who betrayed him and went to the Maquis. Javert. Javert himself. It's a, it's a real, it's a telling of Les Miserables. So check that out on Tuesday nights. And then on Thursdays, we're often talking about the newest episode of Star Trek on Live Long and Podcast. This Thursday, it's going to be Star Trek Picard, Season 2, Episode 7, Monsters. Uh, that that's the episode we'll be uh, talking about. Plus, uh, in uh, in only a few weeks, guys, uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds will be debuting as well. Uh, with Anson Mount and uh, I got to catch yeah. up on Star Trek. Yeah, lots of Star Trek to talk about. Remember, for how years and years we're like, they need to do a Star Trek show again. It's like, oh, we're gonna do five. We're gonna do them all. <laughs> no, at yeah. once. And they yeah. released a trailer for um, Lower Deck season three. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, good. And I heard that they just finished rep- writing episode forty of Star Trek Prodigy. <laughs> I've only talked about ten episodes with Jessica and Davin. Uh, Anim- so they- animation has to be done so w- well in advance that they have to do it that way. Yeah. So, like, I at least know I'll be doing thirty more podcasts about Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, that's to come. So, uh, yeah. And I'm not that I mind. I like the show, um, so it's uh, it, it's all good. And then Star Trek Radio Theater, we often do. Uh, most recently, our third episode for season three was recorded on Saturday night, April 9th. We did Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. We had our our cousin Davin Skellhorn was uh, was playing Picard. We had Adam Woodward playing Captain Dathan. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the edited version to come out in the coming weeks. Uh, and uh, and then we'll be doing uh, for um, uh, for Mother's Day or sometime in May. We're going to be doing our next edition, which is going to be family business. Moogie, Moogie. <laughs> uh, did I not do that right? Oh, I didn't hear a Moogie. I thought I hit the the hot key. Hold on, Control Shift. No, Control Shift M. Control Shift. It was supposed to be that. Where is it? Why is it not working, guys? Uh, oh, I don't hear a moogie. Brother. Brother. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Remember that, brother. <laughs> oh, please, he, Michael Pettis. <laughs> Rob, Rob is kind of like... Brother, like he, brother, brother. He's kind of, He's kind of like a Muppet character. Like he's he like he's kind of that's like just how long he holds his notes for when he's talking. He's kind of like a Muppet. Oh, You're Michael. going to die. Oh <laughs> no. Michael Chan. We're going to form Michael Chan. A union. A union. A union. Pajamas. Pajamas. <laughs> Some fun things with Max Grodencheck is Rom. Uh, anyway, so that's Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, and then Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. Uh, we most recently, Max Duda hosting uh, the March episode, our April episode will actually be recorded on May 1st, um, which is uh, not, uh, I guess it would be three weeks yesterday. Eamon Mater set to host the next one. 
as well as we're going to have Matt George competing alongside with um, with Chris Seymour and maybe Adam Woodward. We're we're still seeing. Ooh. So uh, Adam Adam's expressing some desire to come back and get revenge on Chris Seymour. Uh, so that's uh, he's still mad. He's still mad about it. He can't believe he blew that lead. Uh, as well, as check out our friends' podcast, the Hellbound Podcast, a, a, a horror-themed podcast hosted by Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan, uh, and often with Jessica Chan. Uh, you should check that out every Wednesday. Plus, on third, uh, well, sporadically, there's a there's a podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting Games. It's hosted by a guy named Sam Jerka, which is actually Eamon Mater, my son. And he talks to uh, his friends, Super Smash Bro, Seth, and Paranoia. And uh, they talk about Mega Man. They talk about Baiku. They talk about Dragon Ball. They talk about uh, King of Fighters. You want to know about those games? You should check out Let's Talk About Fighting Games on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcasts. Carry Bow to the Guard, Power Tasered. Exactly. And on that note, I think we can guys, we can sign off for here tonight and close the book on Big Brother Canada Season 10, Episode 18. Thanks for being with us, guys. And until next time, we'll see. And remember, someone is always watching. Yes. Oh, thank you.